It is Brandon Lewis here with the Tennessee Conservative Big 7 Weekend Update. And I'm broadcasting from an uh, undisclosed location in Tennessee. Well, it's not very undisclosed. I think I'm in Franklin County. We're out here by Tim's Ford. And uh, I'm about to take the family to uh, Granddaddy's Farm uh, with the kids to see a pig race. Yes, that is, uh, that is highbrow. Uh, we're going to take the kids out to see a pig race. Uh, I think there's a little festival at the state park, and so we decided to come up here with some friends. So if people walk in the door back here, or if kids come down the stairs, we're staying at this little lake house, I apologize. We had a little issue with the sound last week, and that may be happening again. I don't know. If you would, in the comments section, uh, do post where you are watching from. I love spending time traveling and going around Tennessee and exploring it. So uh, tell me where you're where you're watching from. Also, we've got some really big stories uh, that happened this week that you may not know about. And as we review those at the state and local level and at the national level, leave your comments in the comments section. Let me know, you know, again, where you're watching from and let me know what you think about these stories. Even if you watch this video uh, in 2085, when we're still probably going to be dealing uh, with the freedoms and the liberties that we've lost uh, during the last 18 months or so. That seems to be the direction we're going. Now, <clears throat> this is a big announcement. i got two big announcements before we get into the news stories. Number one, are you a listener? And by that I mean, if you're like me, I love old music. I did not have a TV for 10 years. I like to listen to things. I don't necessarily like to watch things. And so I love podcasts. Elizabeth is watching from Pegram, Tennessee. Pegram? Could you type in how to phonetically pronounce that? Pegram? I'm going to say it's Pegram, Tennessee. Thank you, Elizabeth Hall. Um, if you like to listen, like I do, um, I like podcasts. That's my favorite way to learn. I love books on tape. And so we have a brand new Tennessee conservative podcast where we have archived all of the interviews that we've conducted and we also uh, put in all the most recent big sevens. So if you're like me and if at the end of the week you'd like to listen to the news instead of watch it, you can go there. And there's a link in the comments section or wherever the, the post notes are. And you can click it. I think it's linktree uh, slash Tennessee Conservative Podcast. Or if you go to Spotify, wherever you listen to, Pocket Casts, etc., wherever you get your podcast. If you type in Tennessee Conservative, uh, you're going to see me. You could also type in Brandon Lewis and probably get there. One other thing, people have been chanting all over this nation, uh, let's go Brandon. Uh, I, I see it on the Internet. Uh, it's a big deal. Uh, I think people are just trying to give me encouragement here at the Tennessee Conservative to help keep Tennessee red with what we do at our news publication. Uh, I, that's, that's, how I, that's how I read it. And so... We have put Let's Go Brandon uh, on a red MAGA hat, and you can get it if you go to uh, letsgobrandonhat.com, and you make a donation, and when you do, uh, we send you the hat. It's going to take us about two weeks to get them in, uh, but we already had a lot of orders for these, and hopefully when we get our first sample, I'll be able to show you. Uh, but if you go to the Facebook feed, you can see that, letsgobrandonhat.com. So brand new podcast. And also, uh, go just search wherever, Tennessee Conservative, where you can click the link uh, in the notes here. And we also have the Let's Go Brandon hats, because people are just trying to encourage me to help you keep Tennessee free. We have got P. Graham. 
just west of Nashville. Need you to come over this way. Would love to. Uh, Christine says, watching from Murfreesboro, she is a Pennsylvania transplant. Hey, I don't care. As long, you, can, you can move out of the state as long as you, you bring your conservatism with you to the volunteer state. Let's get into these stories, okay? I've, 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 uh, I've gone on too long. So, first story. Senator Shane Reeves says special session on medical freedom is not needed. And it's almost like all the rhinos got together and put together talking points so that they could reply to their constituents and assuage their concerns uh, when what they really want to do is keep things just the way they are in Tennessee. So this is, and I've heard these same type responses, and we're going to debunk these as we go. In an email to a constituent, Senator Shane Reeves stated that a special session on mask mandates in schools, Biden's executive orders, and Governor Lee's executive orders privilege are not needed. We don't need those. We don't need those. He stated that no special session is needed to focus on masking in schools because, according to his statement, only two school districts are not abiding by Lee's parental choice executive order and because the governor's office is working behind the scenes to resolve the issue. However, Knox County schools are not abiding by the order. So all the schools directly get their authority from the legislature. They don't get it from Bill Lee. They get it from the General Assembly. When you go back and look at the laws where the, all, of the, um, um, all of the authority comes for school boards to do anything. Yeah, they're locally elected, but their authority comes from the General uh, uh, Assembly. And these things could have been handled in the last general session, but they weren't. A lot of these bills about medical devices and things were killed by rhinos that are tightly tied into the medical field. We had Farrell Hale, pharmacist. We got Shane Reeves, used to be a pharmacist. All these, I mean, you know, used to sell drugs, not illegal drugs, but drugs nonetheless. And when you're in, in that industry, sometimes you're going to be at conflict with your constituency about how your money is made and where you've gotten your PAC donations. And lots of these guys have taken tons of money. You go look at their disclosures. You can see that tons of money from Pfizer, from Merck, from Big Pharma, from corporations, a little bit of money buys a whole lot of influence in Nashville. Back to the story here. Uh, he states that no special session is needed to address Biden's vaccine mandate because it's a federal issue. It's a federal issue, guys. Don't worry about the vaccine mandate. It's a federal issue. And shifts the responsibility to Tennessee's Attorney General. Your constituents did not elect the Tennessee Attorney General, Senator Reeves. They elected you. And the will of your constituency, I guarantee, is that you go do your job and legislate this stuff. We could have had this banned by law in Tennessee in the last general session, but it was watered down by Farrell Hell in the Senate and a couple of other folks uh, got involved in it, and Robin Smith got involved in it in the House and a few other people, and they killed these bills that would have solved these issues that we're dealing with present presently. And also, states have to quit ceding all of their authority to the federal government. If it's not directly and expressly put in the Constitution, then the state has the purview to control those things. We've got to quit rolling over to the federal government. It makes no sense. Back to the story. Regardless of his support, the Tennessee legislature is close to finalizing a second session to take place following uh, Lee's Ford Project session. And again, this is the, old, the whole insult to injury. You've got all these people in the state of Tennessee that are crying out for their legislature to do something. And they're not doing anything. Meanwhile, oh, we can all get together. We can all get together and we can... Uh, give a bunch of money, half a half a billion dollars to a to a huge um, automotive conglomerate that is controlled by 
primarily unions. Oh, yeah, that'd be really good. That sounds good. We can all get together for that, but we can't get together for the other things. I'm, I'm sorry I'm having a little hard time uh, reading some of the comments because they've changed the way this looks. Diane Fowler says, what did you take away from Lee's speech a while ago uh, here in East Tennessee? I don't know. I didn't see it. If they're not most of them, he never takes a question. He shows up late. He leaves early. Um, he, he doesn't face any questions. He doesn't take questions. He just you know, goes through his talking points and moves on. Uh, we got Deanna uh, from uh, Warren County. We've got Charlene uh, from Weekly County. And Michael says, Reeves is wrong. A special session is needed to declare the emergency over. That's number one. Yeah, and that could have been handled in the general session, too. I don't mean to keep dredging up the past, but it could. And uh, the authority of, of the governor and mayors to continue issuing executive orders. Agreed, buddy. Agreed. Deanna says that Governor Lee is a China sellout. I, don't, I can't verify that, but I know that when it comes to being conservative on a number of issues, he is pretty weak. Uh, Lee, spoke person, uh, Lee spokesperson uh, Casey Black said the governor stays in touch with speakers, uh, but for now our focus is on the special session called to give Ford a bunch of money. Oh, we're focused on, on giving this corporation a ton of taxpayer money and incentive. That's what we're focused on. We're not focused on helping uh, Tennesseans deal with the issues that we've created. It's amazing. So out of touch, so tone deaf. Next story, Knox County Schools only allow two exemptions to mask mandate. And we've been covering this story about how these kids have been abused and how these kids have been segregated and separated and how they get put in these holding detention areas and that they're not being taught. And we've got, a, we've got an open records request currently with the Knox County Schools that they are slow walking and that they're not complying with. And we're about to, about to have to take next steps on that. Uh, because what they don't want to do is, is have all the probably very nasty, ugly emails that they have sent regarding this and to appear callous to people, as they probably are, and we're going to try to get to the bottom of it. Back to the story. Knox County Schools offer two exemptions to the countywide mask ma mandate and have very strict rules for the students in isolation. And we just covered a story also how in Florida they show that the data doesn't make any difference in the school districts that have it and the school districts that don't because they don't work. Back to the story. Following U.S. Uh, District Judge Ronnie Greer's issuance of a preliminary injunction against Lee's opt-out order, the Knox County Board of Education was ordered to require masks for all students, staff, and visitors effective immediately. Currently, only individuals with autism or a tracheotomy are exempt. School choice. Boy, do we need it. These government schools are terrible. Back to the story. It appears there's no quarter given for any other medical condition when it comes to masking. Only one parent reports that her child cannot tolerate a mask, stating that they immediately make him wretch when this happens due to the child's fundaplication. I can't pronounce that word. I'm sorry. You'll have to go back and read the story at TennesseeConservativeNews.com. Fundoplication. He must immediately be vented through his feeding tube. Carnes Middle School has followed suit with the rest of Knox County in creating isolation rooms. I would never send my kid to one of those schools. I would not. I'd pull them out in a heartbeat. In creating isolation rooms for students that do not comply with the mask mandate, my wife would be so mad. She's a mama bear. She would not tolerate any of this crap. The school term uh, called these restorative learning center isolation areas. Restorative learning. What a bunch of BS. And they come in with their own set of rules, separate from those of students who attend regular class very much akin to rules applied to adolescents in juvenile detention for criminal activities. 
public education, government education in Tennessee, we need school choice. We need school choice. Let's see, we go back to the comments here, and we'll go to the next story. Said so we need community schools, not public schools. I agree. Uh, and also, uh, please pull your kids out of these schools. I, I think the funding should just be pulled out of the schools. I think that we have seen, we have seen a big difference. Metro public school students host mandatory. Now, this is a good one. This is a good one. You're going to love this one. This is going to make you really confident that your tax dollars, about half of them, go to education. And this is a good one. It, Pay attention. Metro Nashville Public Schools host mandatory transgender training for school administrators. I want to read it again. Metro Nashville Public Schools host mandatory transgender training for school administrators. Metro Nashville Schools is allegedly, we've got the slide deck. It'll be at TennesseeConservativeNews.com. You should, you should go through these slides. They're evil. Mandatory transgender training for principals, vice principals, and other school administrators followed by a quiz on what they have learned in the seminar. Your taxpayer dollars at work. We are paying people to indoctrinate administrators who indoctrinate teachers who indoctrinate your kids. Meanwhile, they can't read and write in Tennessee public schools. Only one quarter can read approaching grade level. Mastery is in the 2 to 8% range. It's pathetic. According to social media posts from the Moms for Liberty Williamson County Facebook page, the training features How Gay Are You? How Gay Are You quiz, the results of which place the test taker on the gay spectrum. The training also directs school staff that a student can make health decisions at age 16 and not to out their students to the parents. So you got a kid that your taxpayer dollars have gone to a school, your child is confused about how nature works and how God intended things to be, and it's something that could be remarkably harmful for them, but your job as a government indoctrination specialist is not to get the parents involved. It's funny, whenever public schools and government schools fail, they blame the parents, but whenever there's a problem, they want to keep the parents out of it. Well, which is it? Moms for Liberty states they are laying the groundwork right before our eyes for transporting students off campus for gender transition therapy without parental knowledge. A spokesperson for Moms for Liberty Williamson County warns that ideologies such as this could not be discounted by Tennesseans uh, that are not in metropolitan areas. So if you're out there in rural uh, Tennessee, like where I am right now, taking a little vacation, um, it, it's coming to a school near you. Back to the story. It calls to mind the first time I saw images of wit and wisdom from an MNPS parent and thought, yeah, but that's Metro. Never for a moment would that enter into Williamson County schools uh, would also be teaching that same failed harmful curriculum. But Moms for Liberty states there seems to be a steady march towards something, and that something feels sinister. Like transporting your teenager off of property for receiving life-altering hormone therapies without your knowledge. I'm sorry. People call conservatives conspiracy theorists, and oh, that'll never happen here, and we're not going to put up with that, and our Republicans would never allow that. Bull. Bull. We've got a whole bunch of Democrats up in Nashville, and the only reason that they are Republican is because that's the way the district and the state are drawn. And they'll lie 
to whoever they've got to for as long as they need to to stay in power because that's what men do. They're capricious and evil. Back to the story. Republicans blast, next story. Republicans blast FBI for targeting outspoken parents at school board meetings. So why would parents, just, get, just, just pretend like you've just read this and nothing else. Republicans blast FBI for targeting outspoken parents at school board meetings. And Christine is coming in from Pocono Lake. Got Tony Phillips on here. Thank you, buddy. I'm glad you're here. If you're a parent and if you have heard that your kids are being placed in isolation areas, if you're a parent and you've heard that uh, there's transgender education going on, if you're a parent and you know that critical race theory is being taught in your school, if you're a parent and you know that only one quarter of kids in the state of Tennessee can read, might you be outspoken at school board meetings? I bet you would. A new FBI focus on parents accused of harassing school officials how about the school officials and the teachers that are harassing parents and kids? Back to the story. It's being criticized by Republican lawmakers as government overreach in an attempt to curb free speech rights. Attorney General Merrick Garland announced Tuesday night that he has directed the FBI to look into parents who have protested at local school board meetings around the country calling it a disturbing trend. The hell it is. U.S. Senator Josh Hawley said, Now Joe Biden is deploying the FBI against parents who have concerns about critical race theory being taught in their children. This is a remarkable and dangerous abuse of power. I just spoke to the Biden DOJ, who, for instance, in American history, when, when has the FBI been directed to go after parents attending school board meetings to express their views? There isn't one. Biden's latest offensive uh, against parents is shocking, unprecedented, and wrong, and it is. You can burn down people's businesses, and that'll never be investigated by the FBI. You can have cops killed all over the nation. You can burn cities down. You can assault people. You can curse the police. That'll never be investigated. But if you show up to, to uh, Washington, D.C. to protest an out-of-control government, or if you show up to a school board and they want to send somebody after you, good grief. Mary Hill Frey, thank you for coming in. I appreciate you watching. A good comment here. Next story. It's going to ruin my vacation, people. No, I'm not going to let it ruin. I'm going to crack open a cold beer because it's almost lunch Eastern time. I'm going to relax, hang out with my friends, and then we're going to go watch Pig Race. <laughs> Everything's going to be all right. Back to the story. And, oh, by the way, if you could go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and click that support button, we will send you two proud Tennessee conservative bumper stickers. We need your grassroots support here, guys. I kid you not. I do this out of my back pocket, out of a mission that I believe God has called me to do in Tennessee to keep us free. But it's expensive, and every little bit helps. We'll send you this. We'll also send you a directory. I can see Shane Reeves' name right here at the bottom of the page. He probably needs to get a call. Uh, he's out of line with his constituency. we got a directory of all of your state senators, your state reps, and the governor's office. And finally... You will get this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler, and you can put uh, you can put Schlitz in here, and and it comes out a very fine, well crafted hoppy IPA. It has magical properties for turning really bad beer into really great beer. Uh, you can actually you know pick up old nasty creek water when it hasn't rained for a while. You put it in here, comes out crystal clear. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. Uh, it's, it can also be used as a jack stand if you're on the side of the highway and you got trouble with your car. This thing will support up to, uh, I think, 15 metric tons of weight. Uh, I'm not sure that I can substantiate any of these claims, 
uh, and this may be what we call satire, but when you give $50 or more or you make a recurring donation, we'll send you this puppy, and we really do appreciate your support. Or you can also go to uh, <laughs> letsgobrandonhat.com and uh, get your Let's Go Brandon hat, uh, and that's another way you can help us out. Back to the stories. Biden ignores border crisis meeting requests. GOP governors propose their own solutions. 26 U.S. governors, uh, not Bill Lee, uh, Bill Lee couldn't be bothered to be there. He's too busy trying to give half a billion dollars to uh, Ford Motor Company while he ignores the call for special session. Um, to meet with Biden to propose solutions to the ongoing border crisis, you know who wasn't there in the 26, Bill Lee, because Biden did not respond to the request. Uh, the governor said they decided to go take their message to the American people proposing their own solutions for a drastic increase in illegal immigration this year that's led to what they call a humanitarian crisis across the country. Well, it's, it's a humanitarian crisis. It's a medical crisis. It's a financial crisis. It's a labor crisis. It's a cultural crisis. And Bill Lee has been very indifferent to it. And Bill Lee's record on this is terrible. I mean, he allowed this illegal immigration center where, you know, there are three instances of kids getting molested and one lost in Chattanooga, Tennessee, acted as if he had nothing to do with it. It's crazy. Back to the story. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey said, We are not going to sit around while Biden refuses to act. We've tried to meet with the president and be a part of the solution, but he refuses. No worse. He ignores us, just like he's ignoring the border and well-being of the American people. If the president won't meet us, then we'll share our policy ideas today. Hopefully, he will hear our solutions and begin to act. You may die waiting for that to happen. All right, guys. Brandon Lewis here. If you want these news stories and more in depth go to tennesseeconservativenews.com and sign up open our emails share them with other people read our stories it really helps us continue to do the mission of keeping tennessee red and i also want to um to say that i appreciate you we, we got one more story here i didn't click far enough here we go new dhs guideline states entering us illegally is not enough to be arrested i'm glad i didn't stop New DHS guideline state entering U.S. illegally, illegally, is not enough to be arrested. New guidelines issued by the Department of Homeland Security, but apparently maybe showing up to a school board is, that entering the U.S. illegally, violating immigration laws established by Congress, is no longer an arrestable offense. DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, what a piece of work this guy is, got to be a communist, American-hating uh, individual to allow this to happen to our country. The fact that an individual is a removable non-citizen, therefore, should not alone be the basis of an enforcement action against them. We use our discretion and focus our enforcement requests in a more targeted way. Justice and our country's well-being require it. You lying, and I could use a bunch of other words that are inappropriate for children and this podcast. In other words, violating federal law and entering the U.S. illegally, even though federal law defines the act as a crime, is no longer a crime. Poof. I just say it. I say it, it makes it law. No, voting on it makes it law. It's already been voted on. Under federal law, those living in the U.S. illegally without a green card or, uh, or legitimate documents is ground for removal, as well it should be. Only those who pose a threat to national security, public safety, or a threat to border security should be targeted for removal, the new guideline states. The governors of Arizona, Florida, Texas, and all Republicans continue to criticize the administration's immigration policy, calling it a disaster that is wreaking ha havoc in other states. 
Got to got one more. Hamilton County Schools recommended reading exposes children to damaging content and ideologies. You thought I was done. I thought I was done too. I'm not done. Hamilton County parents and the local chapter of Moms for Liberty. Now this organization's doing some good work. Hats off to Moms for Liberty and all their chapters across Tennessee. From Brandon Lewis here at the Tennessee Conservative. Let's go, Brandon. Hamilton County parents and their local chapter of Moms for Liberty have been busy performing a curriculum review which has uncovered no less than five books on the recommended reading list for students grades 8 through 12 that expose children to the glorification of violence, hatred of law enforcement officials, teen sex, pregnancy, drugs, drinking, addiction, depression, and large quantities of foul language. Now, they can't probably read the foul language, honestly, if these books are above grade level. In Tennessee schools, I don't know that there's really a lot of threat for some of these kids to actually read this stuff. That's probably the only good things that were so awful at teaching kids to read in government schools in Tennessee that maybe this isn't that big of a deal. Back to the story. One of the books also promotes LGBTQ heroes, anti-parental sentiment, anti-Catholic viewpoints, and critical race theory. Well, that's great. District 1 Hamilton County School Board member Rhonda Thurman, who is a gem and a true conservative patriot, told the Tennessee conservative parents need to know what's going on with some of these so-called education in our schools. I've seen a lot, but this even shocked me, which is a lot for Rhonda. In an interview, the Tennessee conservative Moms for Liberty member uh, Robin Kemser stated that District 8 School Board member Tucker McClendon told their group that he was very concerned about what they've brought forward and wants to do something about it and make it one of his top priorities. I hope he does. Kramer also reports that other school board members seem concerned as well, including Rhonda Thurman, District 9 member James B. Walker, and District 3 member Joe Smith. She stated that hopefully this concern will translate into action if the books will be removed uh, from recommended reading lists. So you kind of got like two, two kind of mini podcasts there because I thought I was finished and I was not. It's kind of like when your wife sends you to go do a chore and you think you're finished and you're just not finished yet. There's more to do. There's always more to do here in Tennessee if we're going to keep it red. Go look up the Tennessee Conservative Podcast and please subscribe. Maybe write a review for it. I don't know what you do. I listen to them, but I don't do much with them sometimes. Go find that. Uh, there's a link in the show notes. Uh, do go to letsgobrandonhat.com. Get your Let's Go Brandon hat and go to tennesseeconservativenews.com slash support and help us in any way that you can. Uh, Patrice Cope. I appreciate you joining us here. We've had a lot of people tuning in today and writing comments. Very engaged group. Uh, Deanna, thank you for being here. Mary Hill, we appreciate you. Uh, love you guys. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. Uh, I might even get, if you're lucky, if you're lucky, I might even uh, record some video of this pig race at Granddaddy's Farm and uh, <laughs> regale you with it. So be watching the Tennessee Conservative page. This is breaking news. Pigs racing. Pigs racing in Franklin County. Take care, guys. Have a great weekend. Talk to you next time.